Today's daf is daf Yud Beis. We are holding about seven, eight lines down by the two dots. Alright? Now, this, today's daf is gonna be uh, one long sugya. It's gonna be dealing with the following issue. Right? We're dealing with an Evid Kanani. So a Jew owns an Evid Kanani. And the question is going to be, in terms of the relationship, we know that, on one hand, an Evid Kanani already has certain obligations of mitzvahs, obligated mitzvahs like an Isha. On the other hand, he is considered the chattel. He is considered owned. He's owned by the, the, uh, the master. So, the question is, from, uh, from a Torah standpoint, what rights does the master have over this Evid? On one hand, you could say, listen, you know, you own a car. Now, you can give the car tune-ups, and you can give, wash, wash the car once a month. You can take care of the car to the level that you want to take care of it. Obviously, it's in your best interest, because if you take care of the car, then the car will be able to last longer. Right? You can, well, if you don't want to take care of the car, then don't take care of the car. But, so, therefore, the question is the same thing with an Evid. Do you have a right to say to the Evid, listen, bottom line is, I own you. You need to work for me. And you know what? I've decided I'm not going to feed you. Now, what's the Evid supposed to do? So Raj says, you'll have to go to Tzedakah. If you have a right to tell the Evid, work for me and I won't feed you, he needs to go to Tzedakah. Now, so that would be one way. It's a pretty harsh way of looking at it. Now, obviously, it's been the best interest of the Adon to feed him. Why is it in the best interest of the Adon to feed him? Because if you feed him, he'll be more productive. But it is possible that you, do, you don't have to feed him. Where is he going to get fed? Let him go to Zadokka. Let him ask people to help him. But in terms of his work product, you still own his work product. So that's a very harsh way of looking at it. But that is one way of looking at it. The other way of looking at it is that no. Is that you have a right to the Odon's work product, uh, to the, uh, to Evid's work product. When do you have a right to the word of Evid's work product? If you're taking care of him. But if you refuse to feed him, he is within his rights to say what? That I will work for myself in order to sustain myself because you don't want to feed him and you can't stop him from doing it. So it's two different mahalsim over here, two different ways in understanding what the rights of the master over the Evid are. Clearly, too clear to now. If you go back to the Mishnah that we talked about yesterday, the Mishnah discussed yesterday whether or not an Evid uh, working for the Adon, right, is that considered to be a complete benefit for him? And, uh, if, and if that's considered to be beneficial for him, then Lechora, an agent who's been given uh, the emancipation papers, so is that, can he on, these, on behalf of the Evid, can he have the Evid released, or, or, or can he uh, release the Evid on behalf, accept it on behalf of the Evid, even before it gets to the Evid, that the other will no longer be able to retract? So we had a machlokas between Rameir and the Chachamim, right? Rameir said is that, Rameir holds that it's, that the, the agent cannot serve as a double agent. He cannot represent the, uh, the, the Evid as well, because you can only represent the Evid if it's considered to be completely in his benefit 
to receive it on his behalf. Rameir says, just as it's not a benefit for an Isha to be divorced, it's not considered to be a benefit for the Evid to be free un, uh, necessarily. So therefore, the master then would be able to retract until it gets to the hands of the Evid. The Chachamim disagreed. What did the Chachamim say? The Chachamim said is that we agree with you by Gite Noshim. For a woman to be divorced, not that's a not her, not a benefit. And the, and, and, and the, the reason it seemed to give in the Mishnah, why is that not considered to be a benefit? Because the husband is required to support her. Since the husband is required to support her, and now she's going to lose that source of support, that's clearly not in her benefit. But the Mishnah said, but with, in the case of the Evid, it's not so clear cut that, 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 that it's considered to be not a benefit. Why? Because the, uh, because the, uh, ma- master is required to support. Because the master can say, I, I refuse to support you. That's, that's what the, that was just the simple reading of the Mishnah. Well, the, 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 the Gemara now wants to say that you see from the Mishnah, the Chora, the simple reading of the Mishnah, is that a master, can say to the Evid, you still have to work with me, but I am not going to support you. Because the that's what the, the Mishnah said. The Mishnah said that the difference between an Isha and an Evid is by an Evid, that Isha you have an obligation to fear. By the Evid, you don't. To the Chorah, that would mean that a master could say to the Evid, and the Chorah, so that out of the two paths from the Mishnah, the one path is clear, that you have a right to say, Atseimi, work for me, and I'm not going to feed you. That's going to be the discussion. Is that clearly the proof from the Mishnah, clear that way? Or is there another way to read the Mishnah that you don't necessarily see that as clear cut? Let's read it inside. From the Mishnah, we learn, we can derive, that a rab, the master, could say to his uh, servant, I say, Imi, the eight is ancho, and I'm not going to feed you. Give him someone, Evakanami. So Moses says, you can't bring it as a riot. Why? Because maybe you can't. You don't have a right to tell your Evan that work for me and I won't feed you. Maybe the situation in the Mishnah is talking about is, Right? Is that his case is that why, why can it, why in the Mishnah can say you have a right to tell your slave, I'm not going to feed you, not because I can say to you work for me and I'm not going to feed you. Maybe the situation he's talking about when I say is, I'm not going to feed you, feed yourself from your own Maisiya dime. That's the case that's being discussed in the Mishnah. Right? So therefore, how do you know when the Mishnah says that you have a right to say, I'm not going to feed you, how do you write saying, I'm not going to feed you and you have to work for me? Maybe the Mishnah is talking about, I'm not going to feed you, but you have a right to do what? Take your yourself. yourself. One second, because the Mishnah was making a parallel, was, contra- con- con- was contrasting it with the case of what? Isha. With the case of an Isha. So the Chorah, if that's the case by the Evid, where you're saying, I'm not going to feed you, feed, your, feed yourself, the Kavase got the Isha. Then the Chorah, that would be the equivalent case, that has to be the parallel case by the Isha. Where you say to her, listen, I'm not going to feed you, but use your Maisi Yadayim to feed yourself, right? 
So then Isha Milo. So the question is, well, why can't you say that to the Isha? Right? Whatever it, whatever the case is by the Evid, it means that you can do to your Evid, but you cannot do to the Isha. Now, if the case was like we thought originally, is that you have to work for me, but I'm not going to feed you, then I understand the contrast. You can't tell that. You have a total obligation to make sure she gets fed. So therefore you cannot say, Work for me and I'm not going to feed you. So, then, But you're telling me, no, that's not the case. The case he's talking about over here, that you're telling you, Evan, you know what, instead of working for me, work for yourself and feed yourself. So why can't you tell that to the Isha? So, right, that's like, there's any other question here, right? So therefore, it's an Amilo. So when I say like this, Isha is Bidlai's Safka. It's talking about, in the case of the Isha, it's talking about, is that technically you could say to the Isha, but it's talking about a situation, which we're going to see might be the norm, where even if she does work for herself, it won't cover the full expense of the food bill. And therefore, that's why you don't have a right to tell the woman, feed yourself, if the food is not going to cover the full. Someone says, well then why don't we say the same thing by, if we're going in the sheet over here, you can't tell your Evan, work for me and feed yourself. But you have to, what you can say is, feed yourself from what you work. So then, why, if, if the food is not covering the food bill, then why do you have a right to say that to the Evan? Right? Someone says like this, so Evan Nami, Lily Sophic, then you have to tell me the case of the Evan, also talking about that he doesn't cover his food bill. So when is going to say something like this? Let me explain it outside and see the side. Right? The primary function of an, of an Isha, hopefully, is not to work for you, right? And justify their, the relationship based on their work product. That's not the primary purpose. So now, if the woman has to be talented enough, or she has some way of self-supporting, so therefore to say to her, work for yourself and she can cover the full bill, that we understand. But we also understand is whatever she does doesn't cover the full bill, then whose responsibility should it be? The husband. That we understand. The primary purpose of owning an Evid is what? Then the very least the Evid should be able to justify his existence by being able to pay his food bill. So if you sold your Evan, it's true. You can't tell your Evan, support yourself and work for me. We're going in that opinion now. You can't do that. But you could say to your Evan, support your... Uh, you can't say to him... Uh, I'm sorry. You can't say to him... Work for me and support Work for me and support yourself. But you could say to him, support yourself. Work for yourself. So, I, what's the problem? He does, he's not able to come up with a full amount. He says... That, that, you have a right to say that's tough luck. Go get stuck up from the rest. Because the whole way the Evan justifies his relationship with you is that he's able to support you. He's able to help you. If he can't even feed himself, then what kind of an Evan is he? So therefore, there is a difference between an Isha and an Evan. By an Isha, when she cannot make the food bill, you're responsible. By the Evan, if he cannot finish the food bill based on his own working for himself, then he is responsible. So that is the way we all contrast in the Mishnah, bottom line is it still comes out that in Isha you have a, a, a responsibilities to her which you don't have to an Evan and that's why we're saying is that by an Isha it could be a greater hold her getting the divorce than by the Evan being let the Evan being free. But anyway, that's how we explain the Mishnah now. So much as Avdo a servant denahim kresa loishavya that he's not able to be his, his value of his belly, literally. That he's not able to support his own basic needs of food. 
So lemaya lemaite lemaya boy. So what need, what what needs do his master or his mistress have for him? What do they what do they need him for? His whole existence has to be that he has to be able to work. If he can't work for himself, even to support his basic necessities, so therefore, what purpose does he have? And therefore, the point of saying is that even if you you said you said to him, feed yourself, and he comes up short, so who's going to have to pay for that delta? The uh, slave is going to have to pay itself. Right. So therefore, even if this pinion holds, even though you cannot say to him, work for me and support yourself, you have a right to say, work for yourself and support yourself, and, the, and you don't have responsibility to make up what is lit by, by an Evan. You don't have a right to say that by an Isha, and that's the contrast in the mission that's being said. So we basically... And therefore it doesn't work, and therefore you cannot make the comparison you're saying? No, no, therefore it comes out good. It comes out, we, we thought it's a clear-cut way of one indication from the Mishnah. We're now offered a separate indication, a way of learning it. So you can't bring me a raya for either of the two paths necessarily from the Mishnah. Let's go on. Toshima. Let's go on. Let's finish. Toshima. Eved shegolo le'are miklat. So we have here a bride that says like this. We know that if somebody kills inadvertently, he has to go to the are miklat. Now you have a situation. Your servant did it. Now, the whole purpose of your servant is that he should serve you. But now, he's at, uh, is, is 150 miles away in Irmiklat. What relationship is there between that Eved and the master? That's what this Bryce is dealing with. So it says, Eved shegolol Aramiklat, ein rabo chayav lezono. He says, the master is not obligated to feed him. But not only that, any work that he does in the Ermiklat, the master can still demand that he collects the work product. So this seems to be clear, like which, which path? Like the first one, the Isha, the, the, the case where he said, it's unfair, where you, you ask him to give you your bites of the dime and you don't have to feed him. So that's, that seems, because you, have a, you own your Edwin, and you can say, I'm not feeding you, and you still have to turn over your Maish dime. That's clear, it seems to be clearly the Pshat here. So Shmami, no, Yochala Rav Lomala Edwin, then a Rav can say, the master can say to his Edwin, Asta imi ve'eni zancho. So you want to say it like that. No, that's not happening. That's not the case over here. The case we're dealing with is, that's the second scenario, is that, of course, you cannot say, you unequivocally turn over your mice, your dayim, and take care of your food bowl. You can't do that. The case he's talking about, what happens is, you said to him, is that, feed yourself. It's some other case with, you work and feed yourself. One second. If that's the case, it doesn't fit into the words of the Tosefta. Why? Well, what did it say in the Brisa? It says, what happens to the work product? Is it goes back to the master. It doesn't say it goes to him to feed himself. So, so then why does it say the Maizadam? No, what it's saying when the Maizadam goes to Rabbo, it means after he's fed himself. It means extra. Let's say he needs $500 a week to take care of himself, and he makes $700 a week. So what goes back to the master is the extra 200 That's That's all it means. But of course, you cannot tell him, work for me and feed yourself. It's talking about what you said, work for yourself and feed yourself, but I have a right to the extra $200. So what is it so what do you have to tell me that for? Why would we think the Evid can keep it for himself? Right? If Lechora, the master, owns the Evid. Now the master is saying, feed yourself and take care of yourself. I but if he only needs 500 to take care of himself, and he's making $700, who should keep the 200 Why would we think it doesn't go to the master? Why does the Bryce have to tell me that? So much is like this, I'll tell you why. 
is because since the scenario in the relationship has been set up, is that the master is saying, is, I'm not feeding you, you feed yourself. Now it's true, this month he made $700. But what happens next month if he only makes $300? Who's required to pay for the extra 200 uh, The owner. No, we said the owner does not have to pay for the evidence. So you might think, therefore, since the owner does not have to pay when he comes up short, we would allow the evidence to keep the extra in, re- in reserve for when he makes Kamash Malan, that no. Even so, the owner takes the excess, even though next month, if he falls short, the servant's required to take care of himself on it. That's, that's the Chiddush already. So when there's a Gedmao the same, and you might have put to say, Cave on the Chilei that when he comes out short, Lo Yoyvle, the master we just learned, is not required to pay for the delta. If you're supposed to be feeding yourself, the master is not required to cover yourself. If you can't cover yourself, what kind of an evidence you? You're covering, you have to cover, you have to go for the doctor for yourself. So key is like where there is an excess, so then maybe the master should not take it because you'd be able to keep it in reserve for when he comes out. Sure, Kamash Malani cannot. Alright. Now, the Gemara just has one question. Why does this have to be talking about that he ran to Irmiklot? This relationship has nothing to do with whether it's an Irmiklot or not. Because basically it's the, it's the point that you can tell your Evan, work for me, uh, you tell your Evan, uh, uh, work for yourself. You don't have to support yourself and, 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 and feed yourself. So that's got nothing to do with whether it's Irmiklat or not. It's based on that, that, that concept. That concept is even if the Ebed wasn't in Irmiklat. So why are you making this a case of Irmiklat? What's the Kiddush that it should be in Irmiklat? So Mashallah Ara Miklat. So I'll tell you like this, because by Ara Miklat there's actually a Pasik that says, Special Pasik says, Lanus Shamar it's a place where the Ratsayak should run. Actually, Yusuf who murders Ra'ayu without without doing a pen. Uh, right? It says like this, and you have a responsibility. Uh, where's the place? Venas el Achas Arima el Dachai. He has that he runs to those places. Dachai, and he, it implies that there's a responsibility to make sure that he can support himself. That he is uh, he, he is. That he, he can, uh, so you might think because you have a responsibility to ensure Vachai that he has a, 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 a way to maintain and, and support himself, that maybe in such a case he has the right even not only to keep the basics, but maybe that Vachai is even he can keep anything extra that he makes as well, Kamash Malan, that no. Just as if it would be here, he cannot keep the extra, so too over there he cannot. That's what the Kiddush of talking about the Ir Miklet will be. Alright, Tzalgadai, Tzalgadai, you might have thought since the Pazik says Vachai, so then Avid Lech, you have to give him a better support and more sustenance than he would have been having if he was by you. Kamash Malan, there's no, khid, there's no difference. You're just looking basic requirements. He comes up short, it's his fault, he comes up, he gives extra, you get to collect it. Now, we're going to continue on in line, but I just want to keep the focus. Meaning, we still have these two paths of understanding the relationship between Odin and Evid, and we try to bring a Raya like the first path, which is the more harsher path, that you can say, work for me, take care of yourself. That we said that the, the second path does not agree with. The second path says, you can never say, work for me and take care of yourself. The most you can say to him is work for yourself and take care of yourself. And we try to make a proof the one way, but we said no, it's no 100% proof because you could learn it the other way. Right now, we're in a Brisa 
by the case where the Ebed runs the Ermiklod. So we're now saying, we initially we thought it means is that you need to work and turn over the money even though I don't have to feed you, which would be like path A. We're saying it's not talking about a case of path A. Work for me and take care of yourself. It's talking about the scenario of path B. What's the scenario of path B? Take care of yourself from the work that you do. Anything extra I'll get. That's what we're learning. The problem is that that same saw Bahamid Akhtani Seifa, contrasts it with the relationship between husband and wife. What happens if the wife inadvertently murders... And she has to run to the Irmiklat. And it's talking about what's the husband's responsibility for Mizonos. Now let's see. So it says, we're going to say, for the second half of his bride said, Aval, however, in contrast to the Eved, Isha should go to the Irmiklat. If a woman had to be exiled to the uh, city of, of refuge, the husband has to feed her, has to pay for a food bill. Now what the Mara's point is like this. If it's talking about a situation where the Evans, you said to your Evan, uh, work for yourself and feed yourself, then that must be the case of the Isha as well. So if it's not a case where you said to the Isha, work for yourself and, and support yourself, what's wrong? Why can't the husband say that? Right? And, and it says, no, the husband has to feed her. L'chore, if it's talking about the husband has to feed her, means it's not talking about where he said, work for yourself and feed yourself. Well, in the case of the Isha, it's not talking about where he said, work for yourself and feed yourself, and that's where he has to feed. It's much more in the case of the Evan, it's also talking about where, where he said, uh, where he never said, work for yourself and feed yourself. It's talking about a case where he said, he never said that, it means it's talking about a regular case where he's demanding uh, turn over your work product even though you're working for yourself. And then we do have a riot which is the first way. Right? Is that, is that clear? Adam? Because, no. because the Bryce has to be consistent on They're the parallel the cases. They're right. parallel cases. Meaning, if the Bryce was talking about a case where, by the Evan, where you said to the Evan, work for yourself and support yourself. Right? Anything extra comes to me. Anything extra comes to me. Right? That's the case in the, in, in, in the, in the ratio. Means I don't have to feed you. Work for yourself and take care of yourself, right? By the Isha, it says, no, there you have to feed her. But if it's talking about a case where you said work for yourself and feed yourself, then why do I have to feed the Isha? The only case I would have to feed the Isha is the Chorah, is where you never said work for yourself and feed yourself. I'm not telling you to work for yourself. So you're turning over your work product to me. I have an obligation to feed you. Which implies if that's the case by the Isha, then the case by the Evan must be the same case. Where I'm telling you, turn over your work product to me, and still I'm not obligated to feed you. So it is a riot for the first path. Right? Everybody with me? Let's see inside. Michlau, from the, infer, from the, infer, infer, uh, from the inference of the second case, where it's talking about that you're mechuyah unequivocally to feed her, it's the law, amar law, that it's not talking about what you said, feed yourself. The amar law, ba'a law, if the husband said, work for yourself and feed yourself, then why should you have to feed her? Why can't the husband say to your, your capable person, work for yourself and feed yourself? Why can't he say it to the wife? Someone says like this. And with the safer, and since the second case by the Isha is not talking about a case where you said, uh, uh, the safer, it's not talking about a case where you said work for yourself and feed yourself. It's talking about a case where, it can't, it can't be talking about that case because then you wouldn't have an obligation to feed her. So it's not talking about saying work for yourself. It's talking about a case where she's turning over the product and you still have to feed her. So Rachel must be a case in the first case by the Evan must be the same scenario. So now me, the law, Amar 
where you never said to him, work for yourself and feed, uh, and feed yourself. It's talking about a case, work for me and feed yourself, and we see that we're allowed to do that. That would be the, the scenario. So one says, no. It is talking about, a scenario is talking about, never you could say to the Evan, work for yourself, work for me and feed yourself. It's talking about work for yourself, work for yourself and feed yourself. In both cases, it's talking about work for yourself and feed yourself. But our question was by the Isha, why do you have to feed her if she's working for herself? So it's said because she's coming up short. It's talking about where she's coming up short. That's the case, like we had before. So therefore, the reason, you, what you have to feed her is not you have to feed her in general, but you have to feed her whenever she comes up short. And by the evidence, you're, you're not, not required. That's what it's talking about. So what is it like this? It's talking about, you said to the woman, work for yourself and feed yourself. But it's But she's not coming up with full provisions for herself. She's coming up short. So what is it like this? That would work if there were only two cases in the Mishnah, in this Brisa. But there's a third case in the Brisa. Third scenario. What's the third scenario? It says, V'im Amar Lo. If the man said to his wife, who's now in the Ir Miklad, See, my Siyadayev, Work for yourself and feed yourself. Rishai, he's allowed to do that. Now, if that's the third case, what does that tell you about the second case? Uh, well, the second case with the wife was, take your earnings. Well, I don't understand. The first case, the husband pays for all her food. The second case was, he tells her... The first case was the Evan. Okay. Second well, case was the Isha. And now we don't know exactly what the scenario is, but just said you have to, you have to feed her. The third case says that if he said, take care of yourself, he's allowed to do it, he doesn't have to feed her. Now the third case is talking about when he said to her, take care of yourself, must be the second case, he's not talking about when he said, feed yourself from the work product. Right? And if the second case is not talking about when he said, feed yourself from the work product, which means it's not just a regular case. Turn over your work product and I will feed you. That means the case of the Ebed is also talking about a case. And turn over your work product and, and I don't have to feed you. Which means it's a good proof. But we wanted to get out of that by saying the second case is talking about when we told the woman, take care of yourself and feed yourself. We see that can't be the scenario. Because that's the third scenario in the Brisa. So it's loud erasure that implies that the earlier cases, the law amal law, the law amal law. That you never said, take care of yourself, feed yourself. Moira says, no, that's not the pshat. Both the second and third cases, when it's talking about the Isha, are talking about the same scenario, where the man said to the woman, feed yourself from your own Maisia dime. The difference between them is, in the second case, she wasn't able to cover. In the third case, she is able to cover. So in the third case, where she's able to cover, you're permitted to do it without having to spend any money. Why? Because she's covering. Because she's covering. In the second case, there you have to pay. You have to pay for the delta. You have to pay because she's not covering. But still, both cases are talking about take care of yourself and feed yourself. Which therefore, the first case by the Ebed is also talking about where you said, take care of yourself. And you also have a right to say, feed yourself. Right? Except what you don't have to pay for the delta. is the delta. That's, the, that's, that's what we're saying over there. Alright? Now. So one says like this. So Hakika Amr, this is the way to learn that third scenario. The, the second and the third cases. The Imisapek is, if she's able to cover herself with case number three. Scenario number three. And she says to her, take care of yourself and feed yourself. Rishai, then, uh, then he's allowed to do that. 
So one says it like this, well, I don't understand what's the novelty of that first. If the woman, let's say she's a brain surgeon, right? She's making a uh, hundred thousand dollars a year. So, so what's the chiddush? Right. There's no chiddush in saying if she's able to cover herself, I don't have to feed her. Why would I think if she's able to cover herself that I would have an obligation to feed her? Of course, of course I can tell her, take it out of your work product. When it says, Ms. Apekas, if she has enough work product to cover herself, so my lamemer, what's the novelty? So when it says, I'll tell you what the novelty is. is and this also explains why it's specifically talking about a case of ear miklat. Right? But we have the same question. Why is it going, this would be a din if she's at home also. Why is it going to be ear miklat? If she's living at home, right? She knows the neighborhood. She knows the, right? She doesn't have to go out looking for work in a strange place. There is a concept of Kok Fudabas Melech Pnima. Shlomo David HaMelech said that the, uh, the honor of a, of a Jewish princess, the, 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 every Jew, Jewish woman is like a Jewish princess, is that she shouldn't be out in the public, shouldn't be out there under the gaze of the public eye. So you might think like this. It's one thing to tell her your, food, your work product, you take your food from when she's living at home. Right? To tell her in a strange place you go out and find yourself a job and take care of your work product. You might have thought that what? The husband does not have a right to go ahead and do it because perhaps it violates the concept of Kvodabas Melech Nima, that the honor of a, of a Jewish princess is in, in, in a, in an uh, <coughs> enclosed environment, Kamash Malan, that even though she's in our Miklat and she's a place that's not necessarily a place that she's familiar with, you still have a right to say to her, Support yourself from your work product. That's the Kiddush over there. So when I said, I'm out of saying, you might have thought, that the honor of a, of, of, of a princess, of a Jewish woman, is Pnima, is when she is uh, more uh, uh, modest and it's in, a, in an enclosed environment, Kamash Balan, you're able to, to say it. But bottom line, at this point, we've been able to make argument and counter-argument in all of the Mishnahs and Brises that have been brought till now that could support either way of it. Of it. Remember again, the two ways are that you can say uh, uh, you have to make work for me but I'm not going to support you. You'll have to go to Tzedakah, whatever it is. That's the one Mahala. The other one is you can only say uh, uh, Support yourself from your own work product. But you have no right to say to him, work for me and I'm not going to feed you. Those are the two ways. We haven't really brought a proof one with the other. So says the Gemara, This would actually seem to be a machlokus tanoim. Now let's go through. We're going to suggest these two Tanoim argue. What the Moran wants to say, the crux of the Machlokas is these two opinions. And then the Moran is going to show that maybe it's not what the crux of the Machlokas is. Let's see it inside. Shimon Gamliel Oimer. said, Let's say we're talking about it's a time of uh, fast. Uh, not fast. Uh, uh, famine. And food is scarce. Okay? And Evid can give his master the following ultimatum. Either oparnaseni, either support me, right? Support me, right? Ohotsieni lecheros. Or what you have to do is release me. In twenty minutes. In thirty. Yeah. So you have a right to 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 request, give an ultimatum, either support me or release me. That's the opinion of Shimon Gamliel. Chachamim oimrim. Harishus the Yad Rabo 
is that no, the ball is always in the court of the master and the Evid cannot make any ultimatums to the Evid. So Nachara, what are they arguing about? So one wants to say, perhaps they argue about the, the, these two stadium that we gave before. So my love, Ahakam Ibliq, is not that this is what they're arguing about. The Ma'asaba Yocho, that one holds, that the master is able to say, I am going, you have to work for me, and I don't have to support you. That would be like the Chachamim, that the master, the Evid cannot give an ultimatum to the Rebbe, right, to the master. Umarsava, whereas, what does Rav Shimon Gamliel hold? The master is not able to say that. And since the master is not able to say, work for me and I'm not going to support you, that allows the Evid to make an ultimatum to the master. That's what the Gemara wants to suggest right now. But the Gemara right away says, but is that a logical conclusion? Let's speak it out for a moment. Let's say that according to Rav Shimon Gamliel, the Evid has... Leverage. The Evid can say, it means, it means, meaning, the, you, you cannot tell the Evid, right? You cannot say to the Evid, work for me and support yourself. You can't say that to the Evid, alright? So now, comes the Evid. What leverage does the Evid have? The Evid, the most the Evid could say to him, listen, either you support me, what's the, what's the other option? Or I'll support myself. Or I'll support myself on the work I do. But not that he has the leverage to say, or set me free. Since when do you have a right to say, set me free? Right? Alright. Everyone hear that? That, that, so that doesn't work. If that's the tzad, then it's not that, or set me free. When do you have a leverage to say, set me free? You have, you could say that either work, either support me, or I'll support myself. That should be the tzad. So what is it with his bureau? Hi, that which of Shimon Gamaliel said, O Parnasani, O Tsiaini, either support me or release me, that's not what it should say. What it should say, O Parnasani, either you support me when I work for you, or what? Tell me, my Sayyidi, or allow me to use my own work product to support myself. That's what he should be saying in terms of his leverage. Now, that's me by That's what he should have said. And furthermore, if their argument is to what what the relationship between the master and the Evid has to, then what does it have to do with a famine? Why is it making it in a case of a famine? For oh, my shnovish neighbor that machlokas has nothing to do with it, a famine or not a famine. Elos, the Moran says, basically we're discarding, we're throwing out the window, making the machlokas tanoyim. We're not saying this argument is not discussing that machlokas that we, the two starting from before. Hagamaya skin, we're dealing with over here is, is that actually it is talking about what under normal circumstances you would be able to tell your Evid. Under normal circumstances you can say to your Evid, everybody agrees you can say to Evid, listen, go and work for yourself and feed yourself. Under normal circumstances. The problem over here is, is that it's a, it's a famine. Now therefore, what if it's a famine? If it's a famine, you know for sure that what's going to happen is not going to be able to support himself in the years of a famine. He says, the Amar late, say, he did say it, Matt, he said to him, go support yourself. But the problem is, in years of famine, there's not enough work out there to be able to support himself. So now, what's the machlokas over here? So Shimon Gamliel Savar, or Paranseni, or Tsein Lecherus. He says, either you feed me, or free me. Now, why? He says like this, because I'm going to have to go to Tzedakah. 
Right? You're not going to pay the delta. You're not going to, you know, you're saying, support yourself. You're basically, you're not saying, you're basically saying, I'm not paying the delta. So what do you expect me to do? Go to Dhaka. Anybody during a famine, if I go to Tzedakah and I say, give me food, what are they going to say? You're a slave. What are they going to say? Go to your master. Go to your master. So you, I'm, you're, you're putting me in a no-win situation. I don't have enough to support myself. And no one's going to want to support me. Because as long as I have a master, therefore your responsibility is either take care of me, or free me. Or free me. That's so that other people will see me, and they will have mercy on me. They'll only have compassion on me if I'm free. They're not going to have compassion on me if I'm a servant. Why should their money be any, le- any more than your money? You should support me too. For Rabbonin Sabri, Rabbonin said, nah, that's not correct. They said, listen, mind the mirachmi of Nechori. Anybody that is going to, during a famine, going to have support, going to have Rachmanis on a free person, Evid Nami Rachmi, Ruchumi Rachmi, will still have Rachmanis on an Evid as well. Now, Raji throws in something that's very interesting. Raji says, the Shaykh, the Mitzvah, Keisha. Because there's at least Shaykh and Mitzvahs like a woman. So Raj is saying is they're gonna they won't it's not gonna be a difference between whether you're free and completely chayv in mitzvahs or whether you're only uh you're an evid and only chayv like an Israel. If anyone has compassion for free people, they'll have compassion for you. That becomes the machlokas. Whereas so they have a quantum shimming gamlil, you have leverage because what he's asking to do is unattainable in the situation unless he frees you. Whereas according to Chachamim, no. I have a right to say to you support yourself. And the delta, you'll take care of from tzedakah. And your argument, people aren't going to take care of me, not an argument. Anyone that will take care of you, whether you're free or not, it's not going to change the difference if I don't have to free you. But, at the end of the day, we have no machlokas tanoyim in the two reasons of what we started with originally. Toshim, I come and listen to Amar Rav. Now, the Gemara is going to bring a raya that at least in the Shita of Rav, first generation Amora, Rav was on the cusp of the Amorim Tanoyim, we're going to bring a raya from Rav that clearly indicates which of the two paths he considered as being the viable one in terms of the relationship between an Evid and his master. The Amar Rav. Hamaktis Yedei Avdo. The case over here was a person consecrated his, literally the hands of his Evid, meaning any Maisei dime that the Evid produces belongs to Hegdish, right? Now, Osa Evid, so what's this Evid supposed to do, right, to support himself? So it says like this, Lova, he can go to his next door neighbor and he can say, listen, Anything I produce right now is going to go to the base of Mikdash. I can't even eat it myself if I wanted. But what I can do is as follows. Is I want a $500 loan from you. Alright? You give me a $500 loan. We'll see exactly how the mechanics work on the Omer base. You give me a $500 loan. So therefore, then I will use that $500 to buy myself food. And the first $500 that I produce, for some reason, we'll see why, circumvents the head dish of my my dime and it'll go back to pay you the five hundred dollar loan that you gave me. That's what he has to do. So therefore so Evid so they have like this. Let's see. The Evid can borrow from the next door neighbor. And he eats. He produces the $500 of my Sedan with Perea, and he can pay off. Now, we're going to get to how that works, what the mechanics of that works. But think about this for a moment. You can only, you can only be mad something that you completely control. Right? 
You cannot be matish something that you don't have you don't have control over. So now lechora, how can the master unequivocally say that your ma'isiyadayim belong to hegdish? How can he do that? What right does he have to go ahead and do it? He doesn't control it. What's that? <laughs> if, he doesn't, if he doesn't control, unless you hold that the master has a right to say to the Evid, you have to work for me even if you need to support yourself. If you have a right to say to your Evid, you have to work for me, what about your food bill? That's on you. Then the, ma- then the master unequivocally owns the dime of the Evan. So therefore, Rob must take that position. Because if you hold that the master only owns it, if he supports the Evan, but if he doesn't support the Evan, he doesn't have a right to it, then how can he unilaterally, unequivocally say that your dime is going to be Hedish? Everybody with me? You're, you're yeah, but right. if he's saying 100% of your dime belongs to me, but support yourself, what are you supporting yourself with? Because everything that Stucker. I... Stucker. Go to Stucker, we said. So what it says is follows. So Shmami, no, you see from Rav, is that Yochala Rav Lemele Ebed, that a master can say to Ebed, Asayimi, you have to support, you have to work for me. Vain is I'm not going to feed you. Because that would explain how the, uh, the master is able to do what? How to work, to make your hands How you make the Maishid Dain Hegdish. Who says? Maybe the reason he's able to make the Maishid Dain Hegdish, maybe it's so much a case where he is feeding. The Evid. If he's feeding the Evid, then what? Then he can have, then he has a right to the Maishidan. Yeah. Says, says, what can't be that he's feeding him? Because if he's feeding him, then why does the Evid need? Why, why, he's already here. Why does he need his Maishidan? Why does he need anything else? Then why does he need to go to the neighbor to borrow the $500 if he's feeding him? It says that. What does he do? He has to go to the neighbor in order to pay for his food. But what, the only way this works if he's feeding him, if you tell me he's feeding him, then why is he going to the neighbor? Everybody with me? So what is it like this? If the case is talking about that he is getting fed by the master, which is why the master could be master's maizidane, so then then why does he have to borrow in order to eat? Says the Gemara, la'adofa. La'adofa means is that the basic food bill is being covered by the master. Since the master is covering the basic food bill, he has the right to be maktish, the Maizidan. What he's going to the neighbor for, he wants caviar. He wants, he wants perks. He wants, he wants better food than what is the, the basics. That's what he has to borrow the money for. Someone says like this. One second. Let's, let's put this in perspective. Who owns his Maizidan? The master. No. Who owns the Maizidan? In this case, Hector. Hector owns the Maizidan. Right. Now, you're telling me the master had a right to be mobbed this shit because he's feeding him. Okay. Now, for the last six years, you've been working for this guy, and he's been giving you the basic staples, and that's been okay. Now he goes ahead and he's maktish, your maizia dayim, but you want more food, you want better food. So now, you have a, what, what right do you have to go to the neighbor, borrow the $500? Who takes the $500 loss now? The master, he says, because... No, no, the neighbor gets paid his $500 back. So Who's losing the $500? Hegdish is losing the $500. What right do you have? Why would Hegdish agree? Oh, it's okay. Go ahead and... Because you want to get a... Because you want to eat steak? But that's not a... You can't go ahead and do that to Hegdish. Hegdish, own your eyes are done. See, we understood. If it's talking about to be able to sustain yourself to be alive, then Hegdish don't have a choice. You need to go ahead and do it. But you tell me, no. This guy over here is being supported by who? 
The master saying, the guy's fine, right? He just wants more. What, you have a right to go ahead and, and, and jip Hegdash of their $500? Someone says like this, Why can't the Hegdash tell this guy, For the last six years till now, Are you able to live guns fine without having any excess? Without the excess? You should be continuing that way. Without having to borrow the extra 500 if we're talking about this already being sustained. Someone says like this, no, because you could make an argument that Hegdish don't have a problem with the guy eating better. Why don't they have a problem with the guy eating better? Because a guy who eats breader will produce more. Will produce more. And who gets the product? Who gets that product? The Hegdish. So therefore, maybe that's why they don't care over here. Hegdish, that Hegdish themselves are, they're okay with the fact that he is eating better. Because it makes the evidence worth more. The evidence, he'll do more. So what it says like this. Okay, one second though. So basically what we've done now is we, we thought we had a proof because the case seems to be that the unequivocally the master can be maktish, the evidence must, must be, he has a right to say, you take care of yourself and I, and, and I don't have to feed you and I, and I get to myself. We said, no, it's some other guys where he is feeding him. That's the reason with the pushback. The one says like this, but still, how does it work? Now, he borrowed $500, fine. He buys himself steak, good. Now, what happens is, he works. He says, the first $500 that he works, who now owns that? Uh, the first guy who borrowed it. He gave it to Hegdish The master said, whatever you produce belongs to Hegdish. Yeah. We said he can go to the neighbor, borrow $500, and how does he pay back the neighbor? The first, the first $500 belongs to the neighbor. Well, how does that work? Anything he produces should automatically go to Hegdish. come Hegdish. What's the me- mechanism that doesn't stop it from being Hegdish, right? So what is it like this? So also Perea, he, he, he works and he pays off Kama, kama, each, uh, each, every, every little amount that he produces, Kaddish leg, well, becomes the Hegdish. So one says like this, and this is the way Rashi learns it, Tosa doesn't, is not so happy with it. Rashi learns that Hegdish is not Chal on less than a Pruta. Hegdish doesn't go on less than a Pruta. The deal you make with the neighbor is, my work product, each less than a Pruta I make automatically belongs to you. That circumvents Hegdish. That it becomes Hegdish. Right? Everyone understand? Yeah. That's the deal. So when it says, the increment that he's paying him back is on less than a pruta. Uh, uh, and, and that's how it works. Says the Gemara, Now this actually, the way we're explaining now, has to be the shot. Not that it's a push, it's, 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 you know, either way it could work. This has to be the shot. That means we're talking about that the master was feeding him, which gave him the right to Make it hectic. And, and, and not that it's talking about that he doesn't have to feed him and could still make it hectic. Remember, there's two ways. It's got to be the second path, not the first one. Because Rav makes another con- a statement. And that statement seems to be contradicting the first one. Now, if you learn, like we just explained right now, that Rav's position is if you feed him, you can, you can be maktashit. But if you wouldn't be feeding him, you couldn't be maktashit. Then we can reconcile the two statements of Rav. But if Rav holds like the first path, that you have a right to, con- to make it hectic even if you're not feeding him, then the contradiction will not be resolved between Rav. Let's see it inside. Second statement, Rav said, if a person consecrates his Eved, that Eved does not have to worry about it, he can continue to produce, and he can continue to eat. Now, why? 
Because if the Ebed's not going to support himself, who's going to serve him? Who's going to serve the Ebed if the Ebed doesn't take care of himself? That's what Rav said. Now, L'chorah, that's completely contradicting the first statement that Rav said. The first statement Rav said is the master has a right to make Hegdish, the Evans Maisia dime. And the only way, the, and, and, and Evans has to go to the neighbor, but the second statement says he doesn't have a right to do it. So now, there's an easy way to reconcile it. What's the easy way to reconcile it? The first statement's talking about where the master is feeding him. Since the master is feeding him, he can be Maisia. The second statement is talking about where the master uh, is not feeding him. If the master's not feeding him, he doesn't have a right. And therefore, and therefore, you're not feeding me. I have to take care of myself. But that only works if Rav holds like the second path. But if Rav holds like the first path, that if either way the master has a right to be magdishim, whether he feeds him or not, then you cannot reconcile both these statements of Rav. Everybody with me? It's more like this. Now, Iyamat Bishlom, it makes sense if you say, Hach Bamala, the first case is talking about where he's feeding him. Ve'ena Yochol, and what? And the Ebed, um, Master what's the food? What's the mean? And Allah, the master, cannot tell us to work for him. And he doesn't have the right to say to him, support me and, uh, and, 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 and work for me and support yourself. Only when he's feeding him does he have a right to say, to say but not when he's not feeding him. And the second case, he's talking about B'Sha'en Malo, he's not supporting him and if he's not supporting him then he doesn't have a right to be maktish his uh, his his maizia died so Shabbat comes out good but Ella E. Amar Hak the first case like we originally thought was that you can go ahead and be maktish even if you're not feeding the slave which is why the slave has to go to the neighbor because you're not feeding him in a wall right and you're still able to be maktish right then the Elo Abda Man uh, so then how could Rav say you're, the reason why he can keep it for himself is because he's not going to serve him, he's not feed himself who's going to serve him who cares who's going to serve him man the boy look at whoever wants to give him food let him give him food let them go ahead and serve him but it doesn't allow him to take what should become headfish because if the owner the master owns it whether he feeds him or not it should become headfish what do you mean who cares that he goes and serves him so it's clear from Rav that the master does not have a right to demand what? To work for him without feeding work him. Work for me without feeding him. And then we cannot be mocked unless he's feeding him, which explains the first case and explains the second case. Let's go on. Touch them up. So I'm Rabbi Yochanan. Now we're going to bring a riot in Rabbi Yochanan the other way. So the first, we showed Rab. What does Rab hold? He holds like scenario number two. The only time you can tell your Ebed that I'm not going to feed you if you're also allowing him to make to, to, to take his money from his Maisi dime. Now, Rabbi Yechanan says like this, Yehovah Yeruven went and chopped off Shimon's servant's hand. So, right now, you have Shimon as a servant that can't do what he was doing before. No send Shifto Rabo. He had to pay. Shifto is the uh, earnings, the, the lost earnings. You now have caused him not to be able to work. So lost earnings... That he, that he caused him to lose, and the medical fees are all paid to the master. We'll discuss this in a moment. Now, for Osa Eved Nizominatsadoka, and that Eved, he can, if the master wants, he can force him to be fed from Tzedaka. What do you see? Shmami, not clearly, what does Rabbi Yochan have to be holding? 
The master could tell him, so work for me and, and I won't feed you. Right, because how can you take his earnings and still not feed him? So obviously you see that the master has a right to say to his Evid, go get supported from Sadaka. That's what we see from you. Shvamina, Yochala Ravlo Evid, that the master can say to his Evid, I say, you need the Ainzanachon, work for me and I'm not going to feed you. So he says like this, it's not a raya. Maybe what it's talking about over here is, why can he tell him, go to Sadaka? Is because, he is feeding him. He keeps his earnings, he's feeding him, and that's why, and, 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 and that's why he's allowed to take the, the, his, his, his earnings, because he is feeding him. Well, if he's feeding him, then why does he ever have to go to Sadaka? Means he wants to get extra. He wants to get extra, he can go to, you can't demand, he's getting fed basics. So maybe we're playing the game again. It goes up, maybe Rabbi Yochan holds, you cannot say to him unequivocally, go to Tzedak, go get from Tzedakah, and you have to work. No. If you're feeding him, you can, you, you, you can demand his work or his future earnings, you can get paid for. But if he wants extra, then he has to go to Tzedakah. So what I say is like this, the problem is the, the wording. Nizon, when you say Nizon, the word Nizon is basic sustenance. Misparnas, support, could be talking about extra. But here it says his nizam in a tzedakah. Nizam in a tzedakah implies what? That he's getting his basic sustenance from the tzedakah. If it's getting his basic sustenance, obviously what? The mass is not giving it to him. We have a proof that Rabbi Yochanan holds, you could say, that you asa imi ve'en nizamcha. Yachi nizam, why did you use the word nizam? Misparnas, my boy, let you use the misparnas. I love smarmy enough, and he has a good proof that Yochol, that you're able to tell your evid, say imi ve'en nizamcha. So Amar Mar, let's go back and just finish the next couple lines. It says, the master said, that you have to pay the earnings and you have to pay the medical fees to the master. So when it says shifter, what do you have to even say? That obviously, who gets paid the lost earnings? Master. The master. Why should the master get the lost earnings? Because he's the one entitled to earn it. He owns the Evan. It should be right. So then, why do you have to tell me that? It's Pshita. When it says, you're right. But that's not the Chiddush. The Chiddush is the medical bills. Rufuasa Yitzrichle. The medical bills is the Chiddush. He gets paid the red medical bills. When it says, one second. Who gets the medical bills? The master or the doctor? So, what do you mean? How does it, what do you mean the master gets the medical bills? The medical bills have to go to pay, not the master gets them. Before also, today he belongs to the, 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 the master. The boy is free You have to use it to go ahead and pay. He doesn't get the medical bills. The case is like this. Let's say God comes into hospital, just had his arm chopped off. So they say as follows. That standard medical bills, five days. It's five days we can get this person cured. However, there's an aggressive treatment that we can do it in three days, but it's going to be a lot of pain. Alright? And the Evid goes with the aggressive treatment. But now, because it's only been three days in hospital, not five days in hospital, the cost of the original assessment is lower. is lower. Who keeps the extra money? So you could have thought, who should keep it? The guy who paid the bill. No, the guy who paid the bills had to pay the test of five days. He has to pay the five days. The Evan should keep it. Why should the Evan keep it? Why? Why should the Evan keep it? Because he's the one who got the extra pain. He got the extra pain. Kamash Milan, he doesn't own his pain. It's the master. And that's why it says the master keeps the two days medical bills. That's what it means. When it says like this, look. They assessed him originally for five days in hospital. But then they gave an aggressive form of treatment. The medicine, the and he was treated in three. You might have thought Saradi Day, since it's the pain of the Evid who, and therefore the Evid should keep the extra two days. Kamash Malan comes to teach me, no. Who gets to keep it? 
the master. That's the chiddush of medical of medicine. Gentlemen, stop over here. It's in the world of like medical.